Right, Lawrence, Lawrence Anton, welcome to the podcast. We've got a fun one today. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hello. Cool. Good to have you here, man. So for those who don't know who Lawrence is, he's the uh, the creator, founder, whatever you want to call it, of Real Social Justice, which is an Instagram account where you you deal with your social ju- social justice issues, but you, you call out kind of woke BS, don't you, a lot. You kind of try to bring some sense to the nonsense, right? Yeah, the, the whole idea is just to sort of, um, I guess, like temper the sort of extreme excesses of topics, like whatever they may be, um, and just sure. be like a bit more reasonable and level-headed. The reason I want to get you on here is a few reasons, really. One, because I know you're not afraid to, to talk about these things. And two, because you're the only person that would actually probably come on to talk about these things. <laughs> it's, it's great. That <laughs> yeah, you, cheers you know. for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of had no choice, but it's just as well that you're the perfect guy for it. So it's, you know, it's ideal. Um, th- so what we're going to talk about today is, this is some story, okay? So the news the news headline that that kicked me up and you know i was talking to you in 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 whatsapp like oh we do a podcast soon and we had another plan which we're going to do but i saw this pop up in my feed and i was like oh my god no we're going to talk about this (laughs) this is this is next level so the headline is transgender shoelace killer now identifies as a baby and demands prison provides nappies now i thought this was april fools but it wasn't it was updated at least it was yeah 10th of april right it's not april fools i double checked it it literally is it's real uh it reads a killer who transitioned from male to female now wants to identify as a baby after demanding prison officers provide her with nappies and pureed baby food okay (laughs) it doesn't stop there it keeps going we're gonna react we're gonna give you a chance to say something soon but we need to really set the tone here at least set the set the scene uh this person sophie eastwood formerly known as daniel was jailed for life in 2004 after she strangled her cellmate to death with shoelaces. Not so funny. Uh, and um, Well, not funny at all, obviously. This was a month before she was due to be freed from the from a young offenders institution for dangerous driving. So clearly not the, the most stable individual out there. Mm. Nicknamed Hannibal Lecter Jr., which is okay. Yeah. That's something. And um, according to a source, uh, the this Eastwood, the, the the person, has requested to wear nappies and have a dummy, as well as demanding all f- all her food is pureed. And this is the bit that got me. Uh, the guards at Pullman Prison in Brighton, Scotland, are also expected to hold Eastwood's hand when she's escorted from her cell. <laughs> Sources say her request has been taken seriously by the prison, and she's already been given a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> it says Eastwood is a complex person and intelligent, but she is pretty demanding on the resources of the prison and enjoys being the center of attention. It's difficult to know if she really does feel a natural inclination to be treated like a baby or if it's just some kind of attention seeking. Modern prisons are very tuned into human rights and the legal, comp- legal implications they throw up, so it's being given proper consideration. <laughs> so this is just. Fuck, man. I Honestly, I, when I first read it alone, I was like, oh my God. Now reading it out loud to, with somebody else, I, I read it to my partner as well. And now again, it's just, it doesn't get any less funny. It's so yeah, good. Yeah. It's so good. Well, so, at, at first, I like, um, I don't know if this is going to make me come off badly, but like uh, when you first sent it to me, I thought it was like a kink. Thing. Okay. Um, I first came across before I started reading anything. I just sort of like read the headline. I thought it was going to be like a a sexual thing. You know how there are, there are some people who, um, they really like to be, uh, treated as, as dogs and like walk and stuff. And I know that's not always like a sexual (laughs) thing, 
but like the the like the short videos I've watched about it, it, it came across as like a sexual thing. So yeah. I thought this was the same the same sort of thing, you know, like yeah, feed me, daddy, hold my hand, daddy. Sort of. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah, but I yeah, I don't know if it actually is. And then it came across as a troll as well. Right. I didn't know right. if she was like trolling the guards. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean. <sighs> It's it's to- you can't really say really I I, I know it, it could just it could well just be a yeah a complete troll, but but the the, the funniest bit is 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 that okay if, if she's trolling whatever that's not what's funny about this it's not what she's demanding isn't funny what's funny is that the prison's fucking it's doing it, it. Seriously. <laughs> like, I mean I mean what what is what is going on I mean, what what is the why is there a prison in Scotland that is bending the knee to this. It, what, since <laughs> prisons are not places for people to get what they want whenever they want, yeah, it's yeah. a prison. You're supposed to be punished. <laughs> How is this a human rights issue? Like, yeah, am I missing a trick here? Is there something that's completely going over my head here? Why is the government yeah. bending the knee on this? I, I Well, I don't know if it's because recently, it, like, whenever... Like you can separate out whether there are legitimate claims and like people are just taking the piss. But like whenever someone like uses the word identity or identifies as something like in the past couple of years, it's become like a really hot button issue. So I'm guessing they're doing it out of just maybe not wanting to get shit and, you know, (laughs) and not get in the media, which I guess has not worked because it's gone fucking everywhere. Um, I'm all about yeah. human rights, though, dude. It's not like I think prisoners yeah, should have no. no human rights, but like they they shouldn't get this much, like this this much fair treatment is like this is beyond fair treatment. This is beyond human rights. This is uh, she's getting treated like like special treatment. This is like above and beyond. It's like prison's not not supposed to be a cakewalk. You're supposed to have your freedoms restricted for things that you've done that are bad. Obviously, I, I, if you deserve to be there, then yeah, this is what I'm trying to say here. Like, I personally don't think a lot of people should be in prison. I think it should prison should only be reserved for people with who are violent, dangerous to society, right? Yeah, yeah. And in this case, she meets that description, so she shouldn't be being treated with this kind of high regard of like, oh, if you want to be a baby, we'll hold your hand. Here's your pure aid food. Here's your fucking yeah, yeah, dummy. Yeah. But no, ma- ma- just... ma- don't give her any shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, like, it's okay. She'll have those baby shoes with the Velcro. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Need the, the shoelaces. But it's like, it's like if you wanted to live as a baby, you should have thought about that before you fucking strangled someone. That's what prison's for. That's the point. You don't get what you want. You, your freedom's restricted as a punishment. Now, yeah, I'm not saying yeah. like restricted to the point of like, you know, you don't get your basic amenities that you should. And obviously you need to do what you need to do, like to make you happy, like entertaining or whatever, watching TV, playing pool. I get it. Like make it so they don't, they don't go fucking crazy, but this is, this is, this is too far, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, like to the level where the guards are like holding her hand, <laughs> like I just find that really like, cause in, in prison you can, you, you, you still have access. Well, I, I don't know if everyone does, but I know that generally people still have access to money. And I think even in yeah. some ways they can make, make money in prison. So it's like, if she wanted to buy a pacifier, mm. you know, that like, it's all good. <laughs> you spend your, you spend your money how you want. But if, if I, if I was a prison guard and she said, can you hold my hand? I, I honestly, I'd be like, are you taking the piss? Like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold your hand. Um, I just don't get. I mean, if a guard does want to hold her hand, that's you know, 
that's that's up to the I, guard. But I mean, that that's that's another problem in itself, really, isn't it? If a guard's like, yeah, I'll fucking hold you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what what's going on here then? I mean, there's so many things to think about here. There's so many things that can go wrong, aren't there? You know? Yeah, and it's um, it's really weird. I don't know exactly how the prison system works in in Scotland, but as far as I'm aware, if I don't know if we're going to get into this later, but she, right, right. you know, because w- w- when she, when she used to be Daniel. Um, I think she was in like an all male one, right? And then right. when she said that she had a preference to to go to like an all female prison, I think she was yeah. transferred. Um, but I, I think that uh, like trans women, when they are moved into a all female prison, I think they're put in a separate um, a separate uh, area. Yeah, separate living yeah. area, which I think is called a VP area, like a vulnerable vulnerable person okay, area, which okay. which. I don't know if that's the system in Scotland, but I, I think that's okay. the system in, in the UK. Um, so it's like, it, you know, if she was in like a vulnerable person's uh, like section of the prison, mm. should guards be making like unnecessary physical contact, especially when she's killed someone with shoelaces? Like, I'm not, I don't Seems know. It's pretty dangerous, huh? Maybe, maybe she was hoping that, okay, so she, she was able to go from the, the male prison to the female prison by transitioning, which, which I don't want to say whether, or, I mean, let's assume that that was genuinely like that, that, that that's the reason she transitioned was because she, yeah. she felt like she needed well, to. Well, I, like, I don't know if, that. when you say transition, I, I, I didn't see, like I read a few articles on this okay. and I didn't see anywhere that she had physically uh okay, it's identified then okay so yeah whatever. yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's assume that's legit let's assume that's legit yeah, maybe legit, yeah. she, she got over to this women's prison which let's be honest is probably a fucking damn sight better than the male prisons in terms mm. of like the people and the treatment and stuff is probably going to be better and then maybe she thought well if, if maybe i have a if i tell them i'm a baby now maybe they'll send me to juvie <laughs> 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 some baby prison <laughs> that i'll be really happy maybe it's like all a big tactic to to get to get her to a better a better state. Yeah, like, get what, downgraded and downgraded, and then eventually <laughs> escape. I, I I identify as a normal human being that's not in prison. <laughs> I don't identify <laughs> as someone free. who's guilty of murderer. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly, guilty of murder, yeah. So let me free. But so so you touched on it earlier. This kind of obsession, uh, or oh, I don't know, obsession. You didn't say that. I'm putting words in your mouth. But but like kind of what led to this point where where it's been taken seriously. You kind of alluded to it. I just glossed over it. I don't know why. I want to come back to it. Like how what what has led to the point where, where a prison takes this seriously? So you were saying, cause they would be scared of the public backlash, but why is there a public backlash? What, why, why would people, uh, the Twitter mob, the blue tick brigade, the fucking, these goons, why would they come running to defend this murderer? Because they would, right? If the prison denied her the baby, the baby stuff, some blue tick somewhere. And some of these, uh, the social justice Instagrams that aren't like yours, would come running to the rescue for a murderer, right? Well, what's how has it got to this point where where how you identify uh, become has become a human right, even if it's like completely irrational and illogical and unreasonable, like identifying as a baby? Like, wh- wh- how do we get yeah. there? Honestly, I don't really know. I c- like I was not like old enough to be aware of these issues before um, social media. So to me, it seems like a completely social media phenomenon. Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong in that. Maybe it was around uh, before social media, mm. but um, it it seems like because when when you're in when you're on social media, you can hyper focus on stuff, and it not look that batshit. I mean, mm. to 
to me, it, it still looks batshit. But I think if you are like in person, right, and you always hyper focus on on one thing, people are gonna generally get bored, right, and not associate with you. Uh, or mm. maybe not associate with you, but just tend to spend less time with you if they find it annoying. Whereas if you're online, like things move so quickly anyway, that if someone's hyper focusing on something, you can just sort of like switch off, move to do something else. And it doesn't really, you know, y- your day just goes on. So I think maybe it's like something to do with being online so much um, that people hyper focus on stuff. Um, but the way that it's gotten so um the way that people uh pander to it so much i think mm-hmm. that is probably to do with the fact that it can have real world ramifications um you know like cancel culture kind of um i don't know people see it as like a tired phrase nowadays um and people might say that it doesn't exist for famous people anyway because they kind of have like stature right that they can lean on or they have money mm-hmm. but the everyday people that can like lose their jobs like for example in this case um let's say you know if they were to deny her some sort of uh, treatment that she was requesting because she was um you know she identified as a woman um like if 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 that if they did that and that got public backlash that could lead to like ordinary working people who work in the prison to lose their jobs mm-hmm. um so maybe they're sensitive to that Maybe they're sensitive to that. Maybe that's why it's yeah. But it's like, why? Why are these people? Why would these people cancel a prison for denying this? This is the point I'm trying to get to here. That doesn't make sense to me. Like it's the so is are we going to get to a point? I suppose what I'm trying to get out in my head is like, oh, currently we we have got to a point where. Uh, if somebody wants to transition from male to female and they're a prisoner, that this this has to be respected. Uh, we can't prove whether or not they're being legit, right? Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. respect it because you have to assume they are being legit because if it turns out they are being legit and you denied that, then you're responsible for some serious psychological harm. And so I, I understand this, right? But there were there was a time where most people and most people lots of people probably still don't agree with this actually, but mm-hmm. now a lot of people do, and and I would say like uh, I, I'm one of those people. It's it's if someone you have to assume they're being legit, right? Uh, let's you know you have to kind of presume that. But is um, my views on the identifying as a baby? Um, I find that to be ridiculous and completely unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. But then not so long ago. You might have asked me the same question about transitioning male to female or female. To, I might have said the same thing, you know, when I was a bit younger and before this was like more. I was more knowledgeable. So am I just am I just missing knowledge here? Like, is, is it going to get to a point where like it, it is a human right for you to identify as a three year old and uh, nobody should be able to question it? Uh, is, or, or do you think that's never going to be something that's that's always going to be too far? I don't know because I feel like um because we're, we're we're like we're already seeing this sort of stuff like if we just go back to like uh going between man and woman mm. like we're already seeing it with people like Leah Thomas right like we're already seeing these things begin to clash where mm. you have do you, do you remember who Leah Thomas is yeah of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so you already have these things like begin to clash where it seems kind of obvious that you know, there's like, um, you know, there's something like kind of dodgy and wrong about what's going on here, um, especially, mm. especially in like contact sports um, as well. Um, 
but I, and that that's kind of like causing friction already. But I feel like, can you imagine like the equivalent of a Leah Thomas in like the under tens football league, you know, like or, or the under tens rugby league? Like that is just that's just not happening, is it? Like a like a fully grown bloke sure, identifying yeah. as a as a nine year old, and like yeah. absolutely. So I feel like to some degree with age, there's just like this glaring, like obvious, just like the size difference, I guess, which well, is not like. It's you not say this, as... dude. Yeah, yeah. You say this, dude. You know where I'm about to go with this. You say it seems like it's a glaringly obvious difference, but then you've got uh, six foot two, uh, very muscular, very oh, large dude. women who were once men, and people are trying to say that, no, they have no advantage in sport. So so actually, it, it's not, it, it's, it is glaringly obvious, but people are kind of looking past it. So, so I'm wondering... Is it ever going to get to a point where it's like, yes, we know this is a six foot two man, uh, but he identifies as a three year old girl. So he's allowed to go to this to this ballet class with these other three year olds and perform on stage with them for the for the parents evening show. <laughs> is it? Is it you, you laugh, but like, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, and I'm not saying this to be a dick. I'm saying that like. It, I'm I'm not even doubting that that some of these people truly truly believe they're three. That's the problem. If they truly yeah, believe yeah, yeah. they're three in their head, who am I to say they can't perform with that those ballet kids, ballet kids? And yeah, this is where yeah. we get to this problem of of um, self identifying as different things and how you feel and and sh you know how how much should that be taken seriously versus yeah, the yeah, reality? Yeah, yeah. How far do yeah. we go before we put the, a barrier up and say, all right, well that's too far? Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to be. I think it's like there's obviously been somewhat of an of an overcorrection, right? Because in in the past, people who have like legitimate issues, so like some someone who has uh, gender dysphoria, um, in the past they they you know they probably would have gotten pretty shat on, right? And and e even today, in in many cases, people will get pretty shat on, and that's just you know it's just it's a condition. It's like it's who they are, and you know if they need to have like certain surgeries or people need to treat them in a certain way to make them just be able to live their life normally, then you know we should obviously do that and and help facilitate that. And in the past, that wouldn't have happened. In in some cases today, it still won't mm. happen, right? So there did need to be some correction. And I think it's just yeah. people's natural empathetic drive have gotten us to the point where, you know, we were getting to the point where it was going to be correct, you know, mm. at least in some circumstances. And we've just kind of gone fucking down the track. And yeah. I, I think we've kind of lost, we've kind of hyper-focused on the empathy for the people that have have made the grievance claim and we've kind of like forgotten about or overlooked empathy for the people that like uh accepting those people sort of impacts so for example mm -hmm. with leah thomas you're over you're overlooking you know the 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 biological females in that i don't know how best to put it but like the biological sure. females in those <laughs> in those sports right yeah. So like that, there's been this like overcorrection, which I'm like I'm convinced it's like it's driven by empathy. You know, I think you know there there are a few cunts out there um, mm. who you know are maybe doing this for um, what's the yeah uh, to get the themselves like, like promote themselves for, yeah 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 for, for bad yeah for bad reasons. But I think yeah, most just, people do it for empathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Just like with the whole when the, you know when uh, the the when BLM really took off and there were a lot of race baiters out there who were really, really yeah. profiting off it. And, and they're still going on. They're still 
a lot of people are still trying to do that today, like race bait. And yeah, so, yeah. no, totally, there are people. But I, I agree with you. I, I think the majority of is most likely people with just too a lot of empathy. Yeah, and, yeah, um, but, yeah. But yeah, cool. now that now now that we've gone like too far, I do think it's going to come back. I don't know when it's going to come back. Right. But I don't know, like. Um, even with like um you know trans women in 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 sports you know and it's like i don't think there's anyone out there who says i i don't want a trans woman to you know um have a fair shot in sport you know and not be allowed to compete in any way like i think everyone wants everyone to be able to compete it's yeah. just about trying to balance everyone's interests and make sure everyone gets a fair shot Definitely. and like putting a 6 foot muscular person who you know like benefited from male puberty into and 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 was it like um what around like 400 500th place in yeah. in the males yeah and then gets first place in the females it's like uh yeah it's like come on yeah um, there's something i know i agree I've, I've actually got um do you know who book angel is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's coming on the podcast actually. oh really oh, yeah. Nice. yeah yeah so yeah i yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I've never interacted with Buck like directly. I've just seen him, yeah. um, you know, do interviews and stuff. But yeah, he seems like really level-headed, really nice person. Yeah, um, I'm really excited yeah. to get him on and and pick his brain on some of this stuff. Um, especially just yeah. I mean, not just like, there's not really especially one topic actually. It's just he is um like like I would I don't know. You could call him like OG, like one of the first people to um. I think to, to fully transition, I think he was one of the, I mean, one of yeah, the first people, OG, at least yeah. in, in his, I think he was saying one of the first in his city, maybe first in his state to transition, something crazy like that. Mm. I'll, I'll look, obviously I'm, I'm doing my research to get ready for the podcast. I'm really excited to have him on. I'm really excited to get into some of these, uh, you know, complex issues with him and sports will be probably one of them too. I know he's actually, he's actually been rejected by the trans community, by not obviously not the whole thing, but a lot mm. of trans activists, uh, they call him a turf. Um, which is yes. uh, interesting, um, and he's been he's been they're they're purposefully uh, misgendering him as well, which is really crazy. Really? I just saw a post. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying that's really is, fucking weird. What the fuck? They're they're calling him. Let me just get this straight. They're saying that he is a uh, calling him like a cis a cis white man, and and this is what this is who he is. Even if he is trans, he's not. He's a cis white male. This is why he believes what he believes. And his response was. That's a compliment. All I've ever wanted to be is a cis What's white a male. Cis white <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, love that. I fucking love that. He's like, I was born in the wrong body. That's great. Thank you for calling me this. Like, I'm happy that if you see me that way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're horrible to him. So I'm really excited to, to come. Not they. I'm saying they as in these individual people who are coming after him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm very excited to get, bring him on, find out a bit more what where's controversy is coming from around these topics with him. Yeah, but that, that, that's what I mean about like overlooking the empathy because um you know I, I i think that again like some of the people that are being like uh rude to buck and just being dicks generally some mm. of them are just gonna be dicky people right oh yeah obviously but like i'm Whatever sure some of them i'm sure some of them you know that uh, all they want to do is like support trans people and if they see someone like i don't know how you want to put it stepping out of line and doing something that they perceive as being not helpful to trans people even if the person themselves is trans then they're gonna kind of like disregard the sort of they're not gonna show the same empathy and i just i right. don't i don't understand it because i don't understand how that would help buck like like presumably they would want buck on side right i don't well, i don't see how how being a dick to him is gonna 
is going to make him more um, like see their point of view. Absolutely, yeah. This is the lesson that I think a lot of movements and activists could learn from. Um, yeah. Being an asshole to your own people is not going to bring them over to your way of thinking, right? Yeah. If you, and if you think your way of thinking is important, then you need to figure out how to bring them over. Um, there's a point actually about the the original the, the story. I wanted to just quickly check in on here. This is this um, made me laugh when I thought about it before podcast. I don't. I want to mention it before we move on to anything else. So. Um, back to the prison i mean right so yeah. um so so if they if they are doing this for this person so they're doing all this stuff for the baby food and stuff like that right and they're saying it's a human rights issue so there's a public organization it's a prison right it's a public business so so it's like a government whatever government institution so that, so that that must mean that scotland's government is willing to do that across all of its institutions for fear of breaking human rights laws so now i want to know right and i want someone if someone's listening to this and you work for any scottish government building or anything like that please please do this for me go in and tell them you identify as a baby now uh, if you work in the offices right imagine you just work in the fucking social security office or whatever just <laughs> making calls and like filing fucking whatever filing papers and stuff and from now on you're coming in with an, in a nappy you've got a dummy in your mouth you got people have to make your food for you, puree it, and you have to have your yeah. ha your hand held wherever you go in the building. Is the government, is the Scottish government going to stand for that? Is the Scottish government going to apply this across the board, or is it only in the prisons? I, I, I'd love, I'd love to know the answer to that question. And I'm, I was thinking about it, and it, it just popped back to me just now. And I was just thinking about how fucking hilarious it would be to like call them out on this and be like, go into work and be like, well, if that's how we're doing it now, Scotland, Scottish government, I'm a baby. Hook me up. Yeah, well, right? and and can their parents claim child support as well? Again? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant! I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. So, so uh, um, go ahead, mate. Yeah. No, no, you go. You go. Go on. All right, cool. So, so, um, yeah, we we kind of touched on it again, and I, I do want to dig a bit deeper into this because, so, so we all agree about the uh, well, not all of us, but like the gender the whole gender situation seems to be uh, mostly kind of, I think it's, I've figured out, I've figured it out mostly in my head that it's like, yeah, you know, it happens. People are born in, in the wrong uh, gender um, for whatever reason. They, they, they don't feel right. And then they transition. And then if they're happy, they're happy. Great. I, I couldn't give a fuck. I genuinely couldn't give a fuck apart from mm -hmm. it, only when it would come in and be a problem, for example, like sports and stuff like that. It's a whole separate thing. But aside from that, I, I really couldn't give a shit. Um, but, I also couldn't really give a shit about lots of other things too. Like, you know, I, I don't care if somebody wants to identify as black, if they're white or, or white, if they're black or nationality, age, height, weight, whatever. But the thing is, uh, th there are going to be people out there who, who do want to choose their identity on those things. And although I personally don't really care, it doesn't impact me at all. It will start to impact society. It will start to, to alter things in ways that won't be good. And that eventually will start to impact myself or, and lots of people so i guess i just i asked earlier like, where do we draw the line but like like where do we draw the line that it is a it isn't a, it is a good question isn't it like so so obviously gender has changed the whole you know the whole gender um argument mm. discussion has changed the world changed culture um is it going to stop there do you think right or, or are we going to see people identifying as different ethnicities nationalities ages heights weights and and is this going to start to i think it i mean like I said, I couldn't give a fuck if you walk over to me and say, identify as 19 if you're 29. I couldn't care less. It doesn't impact me. But if millions of people start to do this, it will start to impact me, won't it? It will start to cause yeah. problems, right? Eventually. 
Yeah, I mean, there have been there have already been people who I think I think it's called transracialism. Okay, where where you like you identify as a different race. There Mm. have been people who've done that before. I get the name. I forget the uh, the name, but there was a um, a white person who identified as black. I think they were raised in um, like surrounded by black people. I don't. I I think maybe they were adopted or something like this. I don't really know the full situation. And then they identified as black, and and they got like a lot of shit. Um, So. I don't know. I feel like it, it's weird because um, it's kind of like selective which ones we um, which ones we we cater for and respect. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, I think like if if someone ha- does have like a legitimate you know um, like inner torment about who they are and they want to be um, or they psychologically are someone else, then mm. I think we should cater for that as best we can without you know putting other people out. But um, yeah, as far as it gets to like um, like uh, legal things and putting other people yeah. out, I feel like that's where the boundary gets drawn. You know, like sure. in women's sure. sports or if anyone else, if someone else is put in like a, an unsafe situation, because I think like um, sometimes we kind of get away with hyper focusing on one thing, but we've just kind of got to remember like sometimes and or a lot of the time, like physical safety is just like we need to put that above like catering to someone's identity right um right right and like i know maybe it's easy for me to say because i haven't got any sort of condition that would make me you know identify as something that i i'm not fit i'm not Mm. i'm not physically am but um like uh maybe it's a conversation you can have with uh with buck i think buck's really reasonable and even buck would um, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he seems like the sort of person that would recognize, you know, like, you know, I've got like shit I've got to deal with. Um, mm. And if other people can, you know, help me manage that, that's great with like using my preferred pronouns and stuff like that. But at the same time, I've kind of got to be real and recognize that, you know, if I ask to play certain sports with, you know, people who I just have a physical advantage over, Right. Maybe it's not going to go my way and the world doesn't revolve around me. You know, like if I want to play in a kids league, for example, mm. I could do what um what Eastwood does in the prison and like say I identify mm. as someone who's younger, but I'm not going to right. be playing on the fucking under 10s, you know? Yeah, I guess it's kind of like, it's, yeah, I get what you mean. I guess it's the difference between like presenting as something you feel like you are and having people play along uh with whatever you feel like because the thing is is a lot in a lot of the cases what somebody self-identifies as the problem comes because they self-identify as something that is not apparent in reality right um now the 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 thing is that the the gender side of this appears to be rooted in 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 some form of science and reality like there there is absolutely there are there are absolutely people who exist who uh, transitioning helps, right? So there's no, there's no argument there. Like this happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that is the same case for age, nationality, uh, height. You know, I don't think I don't believe that this is the same case. So I guess it, first of all, it's not really fair to lump all that in together, which I I realize now that I have been doing so. Maybe separate that gender out and just focus on the others. 
Um, but I agree with you. Yeah, it, it, I suppose entertaining someone's delusion of feeling like they're a three-year-old or um, feeling like they're black when they're because it is a delusion at this point. I mean, it, it is. Mm. It, it can't uh, unless, unless some new science comes along, or some new some new studies come along and prove actually no, no, they are three. Which I I don't see that happening. But hey, fuck knows, man. We're, we're in 2022 and shit seems yeah, to be getting yeah, weirder yeah. by the year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, you're right. I think there used to be draw a line as, as when it does start to impact everybody else in a negative way, then it becomes like things like physical safety, for example, um, trumps someone's feelings, I suppose. I agree with you on that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, and, and I would, so, yeah, I would say I would just go on to like the next point in, in that I think another good example we could focus in on uh, would be with the kind of pro-fatness movement, the pro kind of or you could call it pro obesity movement where I see a lot in a lot of modern publications and, and pop culture, like popular culture seems to be that morbid obesity is pushed as healthy and just one other body type. Right. Mm -hmm. And the people who, who are like morbidly obese, they self identify as being healthy. And, and this is, seems like maybe a strange connection for me to bring up when we're talking about, but that, that is, that is a, that is somebody identifying as something that is not apparent in reality. So this, this kind of counts for that, that definition I just made. Like if you're morbidly obese and you identify as being healthy, then you your identification of yourself is not is not apparent in reality. Morbid obesity does not equal healthy. Like it it never yeah, will. Yeah. Right. But it's high, but it's being pushed as as healthy and an average even, isn't it? Yeah. And it is one of these ones where like um I think like the average like reasonable person is gonna like kind of sniff the bullshit on this one. But like this one is um is like definitely dangerous because hundred percent. If we get if we get to a point, and maybe in some circles they have gotten to this point already, but if we get to a point, you know, because like just to first like establish, being morbidly obese is not healthy, no matter how you cut it. Like if we're going to define health as being able to function normally and not die within the next five years or whatever, right? You know, it, just being morbidly obese is, is not going to be healthy for for anyone now you know definitely people struggle with their weight and those people should be helped but i'm not sure the best approach for those people or anyone else is just to try and um label it as healthy because mm. then they're you know you may get to a point where there are people who are sick like they're really really overweight they're sick mm. and maybe they get convinced that actually i don't need to do anything because you know i'm healthy and i need to accept who i am and I totally get that. Like, accept who you are and obviously love yourself, but also you got to be real and be like, I'm not going to live as long as I could if I have all this weight on me. Right. Um, and it, you know, it doesn't have to just be with obesity. If someone has a form of cancer that can be treated, but they're taught, you know, well, <laughs> love yourself. <laughs> yeah, love, love yourself, uh, accept yourself. It's all, yeah. um, you know, like it, health comes in many forms. But it's like, yeah, it does, but I don't think cancer is one of those forms, and I don't think obesity is either. Maybe, maybe yeah. cancer and obesity aren't exactly analogous, but it seems like... No, I get you. I get you. Thing. I get you. And this whole idea of, of love your body and love yourself, it's great. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if you are morbidly obese, you are not loving your body. You are actually abusing yourself. That that is that is a form of mm. abuse to be morbidly obese. If obviously if it's not a health problem, like I know some people um, have some some issues that lead to this, uh, you know, morbid obesity. But yeah, but yeah. if it's if it's just simple self indulgence and 
that's led to this, then clearly that that is not loving yourself. Eating eating copious amounts of bad food is not self love. So it you know the the self acceptance, self love, these things need to be applied properly. Um, and you know it's it's not about yeah, it's like accept who you are, but to love yourself, you need to change because you don't love yourself if you're letting yourself get to a yeah, point where yeah. you're prone to like multiple life-threatening diseases, but simply because you can't stop eating uh, or you won't stop eating, right? So, but th this is, um, yeah, this is a good example of where self-identification results in extremely dangerous uh, things for people. Um, this one dangerous for the actual individual doing this false self-identification yeah. right yeah for for other people as well I, I i think all of these all the ones we've talked about anyway they mm. are all kind of like we we've got a i mean i don't know it's kind of like hard to say in public generally but we've got to like realize that like um life isn't just um being able to do what you want right Right. everything is is trade-offs life doesn't really ask you what you want it doesn't give you what you want it, it's all a series of trade-offs if i want to identify in a certain way um because i have you know or or um i've got a condition that compels me to identify in a certain way that's going to manifest some way in reality right and that's going right. to impact other people and i can't just you know storm in the room and say i've got this condition now everything goes my way like right. obviously people can cater and society should cater for, you know, my needs in certain ways within reason. But um, I think everyone kind of needs to just like, or not everyone, because some people are doing it like, like Buck Angel. Um, but um, there, there's some people that just kind of need to take a step back and just realize that if we cater for you to the extent that you want us to, we're going to be putting other people out. Um, right, right. Yeah, no, it's totally, it's, 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 it's a good point. And, um, but, but a lot of people, I mean, the, the kind of common narrative is with a lot of these activists is that who gives a shit about these other people? Cause that these are, these, these are, yeah. you know, straight, straight, white, cis people, hetero people, whatever, uh, they're evil, right? We're, so, so we, we don't care what they want or don't want. We don't care putting them out. They've had the power for forever. Who gives a fuck? So this is a problem. This is one of the problem, problem messages that comes out in all this. And this leads me nicely onto the next point and that, um, this self-identification stuff, this identity stuff, this obsession with who I am and who I feel like I am, and whether it be driven by psychological disorders or or not, uh, it seems to have really blown up in the last, like, uh, I feel like the five, five, six, five to seven years, maybe, it seems to have just really skyrocketed. And and I'm kind of looking for a reason why. And and I'm, I'm leaning towards it potentially being for political reasons that it's been, because the thing is, things don't happen by accident. I mean, maybe people were, were into this kind of stuff and they were thinking about these things before, but now it's publicized massively. Like it's, it's pushed all the mainstream medias on top of this. Um, it's really, really popular and it's really pushed. It's really, you know, the identity politics. And I'm wondering, is, is there a political advantage to certain groups to have this kind of identity stuff become an obsession? And is that why it's becoming so prominent? Is that why so many people are in these conversations that this, who's benefiting from, from this being a, a thing, right? I don't, or is, am yeah. I like conspiracy theorist? No, I don't know. Like, um, I don't, I don't want to comment on it too much. Cause one, I don't, I don't know. Okay. And yeah, two, Me neither, I think that, I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, this is sort of like, um, the next like uh, level of things. Like, have you seen, 
the meme of there's like a rich guy sitting sitting in his office right and he's on the phone and um, mm. you know, he's wearing a suit and I, I think he's on on wall street and there's a load of people protesting outside saying you know down with the rich or right. this this sort of general um i guess you could call it sort of like marxist sort of uh, like eat thing, the right? rich stuff like yeah, that. yeah the yeah, poor yeah. rise up and the rich get overthrown and this sort of stuff and he's on the phone and in the in the speech bubble, it says, um, "Introduce them to identity politics." Okay, okay. And it's basically like you know the the traditional thing has been you have the sort of um, however you want to call it the the proletariat, um, and then you have the like the bourgeois, and obviously mm. they haven't always had those labels, but there's always been generally the people in the power and the people who aren't generally in power, and um, like the conventional political the, setup right that exactly would, the yeah. conventional p- political setup or at least the way that the political setup has been analyzed and in, interpreted right. where whereas whereas now it very much seems to be like um along social and identity lines rather than economic even though i think um i don't think anyone would deny that the, the main like the mainstream channels of power still run along economic economic lines even right. though most of the discussion is happening around social lines like it's still um, class. It's still class. Yeah, there's still yeah, there's still class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I mean, um, I see like where that. you're going with this. Yeah, so you're it, saying it, that basically it's advantageous for the ones in power to make us think that we're divided by self identity and and social rather than by like economic class. Because if 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 people get the message and realize that the real divisions are economic, then we would be more unified. But that's not helpful because then we would unify against them. Yeah, exactly. So like, I don't know, I'm not trying to say that there are specific people doing this or that there's some sort of like, um, Illuminati kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, um, I, I have no idea if that is actually, I don't know if that's actually going on and if it is, who would be doing it? It may just be completely happenstance and we've just like latched onto this social stuff of our own Mm. accord and we're kind of fighting amongst ourselves, but it does seem, you know, all I'm saying is that if I was a rich person, this would be pretty fucking helpful. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, this yeah, is yeah. Perfect. It, would be, it would be like it would be really <laughs> helpful. Say, so, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me they don't care. Wait a minute. Let's go one step further. You're telling me that they love Elon Musk, right? They fucking love him. Okay, they like posted about him. They're tagging him. He's like amazing. He's the next fucking messiah, and they hate each other. They hate their neighbors. They hate oh like God. someone who earns less than them and someone who's like scraping fucking, you're working like stupid hours a week. They they hate each other because one of them is this identity and one's that identity. And they've been told that this is a reason for them to argue. And then they're not even bothered about the Elon Musks of the world anymore. Well, great. Mm. That's perfect. Yeah, As a yeah. rich person, fuck yeah, this is amazing. Push that shit. Yeah, yeah. Keep them going. Keep keep driving in those wedges. Let's, let's like race bait the shit out of them constantly. Right. Mm. Let, let's like, yeah, it, you know, it's uh, it's like classic divide and rule, um, sure. you know, like right. like um, it, it used to be like, uh, well, I don't know if it still goes on, but um, yeah, it used to be like a common tactic during the days of like traditional colonization when one nation would would literally physically go to another nation mm. and they would uh, they would privilege a certain group and underprivilege another and then those two groups would be so busy fighting themselves they wouldn't unify to rise up against the colonizing power right and it, it's the same kind of thing but it's just sort of um it's not as in your face and it's along sort of social lines rather than physically going somewhere and, and colonizing mm. another place and again i don't know if that actually is going on sure. and if it is 
who would be doing it. But um, yeah. like, an, I guess another thing that feeds into it is um, you'll have you'll have seen. I think it was. I don't want to say the actual name of the company because I might get it wrong, but it was a gaming company. And do you remember during Pride, they put Pride flags on all of their um, all of their social media accounts except right. the one in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo- all companies did that. Yeah, loads. Of, yeah, loads. Of, <laughs> so loads of companies do that, and it's like um, loads of Rainbow companies pander to. So in in China, I believe the the black guy on the poster was removed from the Star from Wars Disney, Disney's thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah and course. and recently there was. Can't remember which film it was. I think it was maybe the re- the new Harry Potter film. Okay. Um, there was some scenes in it where there was like uh, I I don't know exactly what the scene was, but it was like sure. a gay scene. Okay. And that um they were like edited out. Um, yeah. So yeah. it like it, it still goes on. And it's like, do these companies actually care about it? Mm, I don't well, really obviously know. No. Obviously, yeah, no. exactly. Obviously. But but they it do, helps uh... fuel the divisions while they right. make money. Right, they do. It's called rainbow washing. I learned today. It's like green washing really and am. rainbow washing. Yeah, yeah, it's like the same thing. And the, the thing is, the thing is, it's like none of none of this. If this were all true, let's imagine, it wouldn't take away that there are still there are people out there, uh, many people out there who who are, for example, with gender, they do transition for for legitimate reasons. It doesn't take away from that, and it doesn't take away that from that that, that there are people out there with conditions that make them believe that they are very young or. Uh, whatever right it's not it, it's not necessarily i don't believe this conversation undermines that i think what what i'm what we're saying here is that the 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 powers that be potentially have seen that these people exist and thought ah if we can get people to hyper obsess over these things mm. and and create make it like because the thing is trans people are like what how what percentage of the world population like it is it is tiny it'll be less than one percent right but the way that the conversations are put in the media the way that it's pushed the way that not it's pushed but the way that it's like uh brought up so much and the way that it's like blown up it's like Mm. it's like it's like the thing you know when you see like there is a uh there's a flashlight and there's a small thing in front Mm. of the flashlight and on the wall it's this huge shadow they've done that with trans issues and why? Why would they do that? The thing is, I, I would go and put I would put on record that the majority of people who are trans don't want this to happen. I would yeah, put they're down, just I, normal people. Absolutely. They just yeah. want to fucking live. They want to do their jobs, enjoy their lives. They don't want this shit all the time being brought up. They don't want people debating their fucking lives. Like we yeah. are even talking about this now. They don't want this. The only reason mm. we're doing it is because, yeah, we I guess we've fallen into this potential political trap that they've set and, and now we're part of it right if, if if it's true which is kind of fucked up when you think about it uh, we kind of played <laughs> into it right but but it's true um th- there is there has to be some i don't know if there's foul play here but but i mean how else would it be becoming such a huge deal without foul play uh you know um yeah it could be happens it could just happen chance like you said we yeah, don't it know could for just sure. Be opportunistic as we well yeah it could just it could, be opportunistic. absolutely yeah because yeah, yeah, identity yeah. politics dude it's, it's completely I mean, it's completely in recent years. I feel it's like taken hold, and lots of some people deny it. But the thing is, it, it's you can't deny that in in today's modern like popular culture, a lot of the time, your opinion is valid or invalid, not dependent on what you've said, but dependent on who you are. Like mm-hmm. your identity factors into whether your opinion is is has more or less validity. That that has not been the case. I don't in my lifetime uh, in the growing up that was never the case. Uh, going to university, that was never the case. 
it only it's only been more recent years where like I've said something and I've been told I can't say that or I'm I'm not important because I'm a white guy. It, so it has become a recent obsession as well, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, like we we can even see it. Um, like if we just focus on like what we both do, like the animal mm. rights movement. Sure, you can like if like i don't think the meat industry is like you know paying people to like rave like wave rainbow flags or whatever but (laughs) like if you take the animal rights movement as an example like since the sort of um conversation around identity politics has entered the animal rights movement it's become like very divisive right like whether whether or not you whatever side you fall on i think everyone could probably agree that it's become very divisive and um yeah like if someone was uh, worried about the animal rights movement, what would you want to do? Like divide them in some way. Now, yeah, like I don't think the meat industry is paying people to, um, you know, subvert the animal rights movement with uh, with rainbow flags or conversations about, uh, you know, um, POC or, or, or BIPOC or, or whatever know, term you want to use. I think it's a little bit naive to imagine they haven't. Because like, it's not, it's like, it's been, it's been quite systematic, like using animal rights as an example, these conversations, it's like, uh, yeah, there is, there is, there has been necessity to have maybe some, some of these conversations about like, I don't know, like there's some things that there, there are some complicated things that can be discussed to, to make things like a bit more, I don't know, welcoming a bit more, a bit more diverse, a little bit more opportunities mm-hmm. for people that maybe don't feel like they're so welcome within animal rights activism and stuff like that. Yeah. That's that I can understand and I can get on board, but it's gone beyond that. It's at a point where, you know, there have been concepts that have been raised, like, like for example, something called white veganism, where it's, it's something that was the whole concept of this white veganism is based on the ethnicity, white people being vegan. And it's kind of like a stereotype of them. And, it, and it's positioned as a negative thing to be like, you're a white vegan, you're negative. And, and you say like, oh, that could be a one-off just for the West. You know, maybe that's just something. It's not, dude. India has its own version of it called Brahmin veganism because yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, you know, they kind of see that as the, uh, the equivalent of being white in the West as being Brahmin in India. And so it's like, it's almost systematically, it's been systematically implemented across cultures, across countries, this, these, con- these divide and conquer tactics, right? Uh, it's like vegans versus, versus the meat industry. Now it's not. Now it's uh, non-white vegans versus white vegans and the meat industry, okay, we'll get to them later. We need to deal with these yeah. evil white Brahmins first or whatever. So, so I don't know, dude, it, it's, it's, it seems too strategic and too well implemented for it to be a mistake uh, or, or happenstance. And then, you know, breaking that out wide and looking at the overall society again, it seems a little bit too well designed, a little bit too effective for it to be random. Um, maybe the flames will be, maybe the flames were there, right? The flames of, of upset, the flames of injustice. Some people feeling mm-hmm. like they were being done wrong were there, both in animal rights and in, in the society. Well, of course they were right. But, but someone's come along and poured fucking petrol all over it. They, they poured gas all over it and blown it up. And I think, I think I would say that someone is, is there is, there is, this is the political motivator. This is someone or some people or, and it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it, but it, 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 it just seems to have kicked off so much and benefited so many of the ones that were supposed to stand against that I find it crazy, a bit naive to think it, it happened randomly. 
Yeah. Um, you know? I guess I'm just sort of like reserving judgment until there's sort of like a smoking gun. Totally agree. Yeah, no, totally, yeah, I totally yeah. understand. I totally understand. I'm speculating here, obviously. I don't... It's like it's like a, it's a belief, a belief, a hunch based on nothing. I've got nothing to prove anything. Yeah, it, saying it's a total hunch. Yeah, it's one of those ones where if it did come out that this had this had been happened and yeah. there had actually been money changing hands, I would not be surprised at all. But it never would but, come out, you know. This is the fucking thing. It's not like you know, like like those activists back in the day in England where they the, the some police officers, some men, got married to animal rights activists, had kids, and then just fucking disappeared one day. And it turns out oh, really? that they were... Never oh, yeah. oh my God, oh, dude, you need to read this shit. It's mental. Go go look it up. It's real. It happened. They married uh, women in the animal rights movement, got them pregnant, had kids, and left, and left the kid, and never came back. And like years later, they, these women found out they were fucking uh, undercover police. So oh, it's wow, like... That's a madness. So, you know, in those cases, you're probably going to find out, because I mean, I mean, geez, that you, it's interpersonal. Like, you're in there, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're yeah. with them, right? But in, but in this case of like where it, it seems like someone's pouring fuel all over these problems to try and make them big and, and take everything down. You, you're never going to be able to prove that. There's not going to be a paper trail. Or if there is, it's going to be buried so fucking deep that no one's ever going to find it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. going to be so difficult to prove. Um, but it's still, it's, it's, it's fun to think about. And um, it's good to bring attention to also in that it, it, if it is happening, it's just, even if it isn't happening, it's still, this conversation's just, highlighting it and it's good enough reason to maybe yeah. know, calm the fuck down and try and be more reasonable with each other right <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think it yeah i think it's good to at least like highlight that potential divide and conquer thing just because the the people that i think the people at loggerheads either side both care about where power lies and so if you bring to their attention that actually the people in power probably benefit from this conflict then you know it may turn their heads i don't know yeah potentially Oh, well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? You'd hope you'd hope to like bring a few people back to reality by being like, uh, "We're not, you know, I'm not your enemy. Um, these these big wigs are the enemy, right? <laughs> let's 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 switch focus, stop fighting yeah, yeah, each yeah. other." But yeah, we we got pretty political towards the end. But I think I think we uh, I think we dealt with this 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 uh, topic pretty pretty fairly. I feel pretty good about the conversation. I appreciate you coming on. Do you feel good about the conversation? um you happy for this to go out <laughs> uh, yeah 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 i'm not like um i guess if anyone's made it this far which um obviously you're very popular david so they will <laughs> no i'm joking <laughs> i don't know if the sort of people that this like needs to hear uh, um or the people that need to hear this yeah. are actually going to be watching this video but um also not yeah <laughs> they'll see yeah, us two yeah. white guys and they'll be like nope yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like um, we need to sort of like uh, the compassion that we extend and empathy we're extending to a certain group. We we need to not allow ourselves to hyper focus on it so that we disregard other people, which I think has become like very common nowadays. And I'm sure like I will do it too, you know, and yeah. I've got to like get better at it. But yeah, it's like super common, especially um especially with um like the trans uh issue at the moment like that's like a really um like uh yeah there's a lot of like fire super heated super heated well i'm, I'm excited to get book on I, I think to get into that i think we'll be able to i'll feel way more comfortable getting really deep into that with him because um mm -hmm. obviously i'm speaking to who all of these activists would tell me to speak to speak to a trans person speak to okay well, i am 
And so oh. I'm going to take advantage of that and, and I'm really going to get into it with him. But they'll say, that's not the right trans person. He's a this, he's a that. Yeah. Like, no, don't speak to that guy. Well, touch yeah, shit, yeah. he's not a trans too. person. He's a cis, cis right. white. Fuckers, man. Dude, yeah. Cheers for coming on, man. I appreciate it.